0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out, and may I be the first, on behalf of my good friend Dan Fisher and our crew here at Liberty Pastors Riding the Storm Out, wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and we hope you have a blessed and happy New Year. And
1: may I be the one to say that we're happy that you are feeling better, because that's one of the reasons why we haven't done a podcast in
0: a couple of weeks. For those of you that were curious, I had shoulder surgery six weeks ago, and one of the risks of orthopedic surgery is blood clots and pneumonia and i had at least the pneumonia and possibly the other Both. but uh, so yeah, we've been we've been out of things for a couple of weeks but yeah. our first day back in the office and, so and glad, glad to be glad at you're least, doing well buddy. I, I'm, I'm i wouldn't say i'm back in the saddle i'm riding side saddle maybe yeah. maybe that's well uh, which, that's normal that's for appropriate you,
1: that's the way women ride
0: <laughs> i'll just yeah. leave it there yeah I, I knew where we were going with this that's and yeah. i brought it up i zinged uh-huh. myself so i you, knew where you, we were well, going. certainly yeah. did First of all, yeah. let me give a shout-out to <laughs> Patriot Mobile. Uh, for those of you that inquired at our camps, we finally do have a, an established uh, special promo with, uh, with Patriot Mobile. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So – and I can tell you I've been on Patriot Mobile for about six months. I have had AT&T in the past. I've had Verizon in the past. Now I have Patriot Mobile. Quite frankly, the service is the service. They yeah. use the same towers. Yeah. My, they're, my as coverage, as everybody yeah, they're as bad or as good <laughs> as everybody else. However, the difference is they have very competitive rate plans. There's some special features here that you will receive as a part of, of Liberty Pastors. Plus, we, don't, we, we must weaponize our money. Yeah. You know, I'm so thrilled to see so many states pulling their investments uh, and their retirement out programs of Black out Rock. of BlackRock. Yeah. We have got to defund the enemy and recognize that AT&T and Verizon, most of these countries are full-blown woke right now, Patriot Mobile, you can have great service, a great product, great price, and we'll be funding a great... God-fearing, Christian-owned-and-run company yeah. rather than Fantastic. godless. So, yeah. so with that being said, so Dan— how they,
1: So how do they get in on the special deal? How uh, do go, they do to, go
0: to Patriot Mobile slash Liberty Pastors. Or when you go to Patriot Mobile, you can just uh, enter into the code Liberty Pastors. Or you can go to our website. As we have it mentioned on our website, there's a Patriot Mobile link. So you can access cool. it in either, either form right. or fashion. Great, great, great. Now, Dan, last time we were here, we were talking about uh, some of the uh, illegal uh, behavior— well, boy, stop the presses on that. There's a lot of illegal <laughs> behavior going on inside the Beltway. But we had seen that the uh, Senate had actually passed what they fraudulently call the Defense of Marriage Act. Of course, recognized right now, just like a respect, respect, yeah. just like the um, Inflation Reduction Act yeah. did the exact It's opposite. The opposite. So, too, does yeah. the Respect for Marriage Act yeah, right. do the exact opposite. So, since last time, the Senate had already acted. What? what yeah. What's the new so, news? So, since we talked to everybody the last time, Paul, the House has now
1: overwhelmingly voted for it as well, with, I believe, 39 Republicans voting in favor of it as well. Our own Stephanie Weiss
0: from District 5, yeah, no, who is yeah. not a conservative. She, we've never believed that she was. Obviously, she was the lesser of two evils, but I'm not sure how much lesser, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Well, anyway, so 39 Republicans helped push it over, and so now basically it's awaiting the signature of
0: the – President the vice president who's, who's served <laughs> well, the White House. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. The, the, sorry. the fraud and cheating. I can't help myself. I can't help it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. So it's waiting this the signature of President Biden and then it becomes the law of the land. And many believe that this is their attempt to preempt yeah. the overturning of the Obergefell decision. Because uh, many on the left believe that we're, we're headed toward an overturn of that, just like we saw of Roe v. Wade, which, as we've seen, most of the states then go ahead and do the wickedness mm-hmm. instead of the federal government. But at least it's in the proper uh, realm of authority. The states are deciding this instead of the federal government. So that's, that's the update on where we are. So we're waiting on the great uh, press conference where we can all watch
0: it with, with bated breath as uh, President Biden signs this uh, wonderful... Uh, act well you know fortunately there are people on our side that are optimists that the glass is always half full yeah, i tend not to find me. myself <laughs> in the glass is half empty category <laughs> yeah, but i do too. know that there is an argument that this is actually a good thing the obergefell decision will now get pushed up to the supreme court and it'll obviously get thrown out just well, like we, we hope we, we hope as we have a change of of the makeup of the court yeah. since 2015 right uh, of the three justices that have Okay. Of the three justices that have been replaced, there have been at least two justices put on the court and one injustice yeah, put on the court no, since then. Exactly but right. anyway, the, the favorable, uh, favorability towards conservative values yeah. should be there. We at least hope it's here. But you and I say it's even beyond that. It's up to the states to stand up of and course. say no when the federal yeah. government uh, does something that they don't have the authority yeah. to do. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that, that we have talked about many, many times. First of all, David, can you put up uh, the uh, slide from Justice Kennedy in 2013? This is, yeah. my, this is This is ironic. And this is where uh, Matt Staver, I know this is an argument he believes that we will win on. Because one thing, and we can talk about it in a minute, there's not even a, a, a protection for religious liberty in this. In this no, in fact… They
1: intentionally didn't put it in. Our own senator, James Lankford, argued that at least we should protect religious beliefs, and, and they, they rejected that idea. So
0: that could help us in the appeal of the court. Well, but we'll. the reality is, what do you think the true motive is for the Equality Act? Who's, the, who's targeted? Who do they want to put in jail? Yeah, Christians, yep. conservative Christians. Yep. I, yep. I'm
1: going to be uh, – uh, uh, uh,
0: careful here, because I think there are a lot of people who call themselves
1: Christians, and I'm not even sure they are, but there appear to be left-leaning Christians. Well, they're they're happy with them. It's people like us and guys that have been to our camps and fellows around the country who really believe the Bible means what it says and says what it means
0: if you're going to keep in harmony with the states uh, hymn book and sing exactly the message they want sung you're okay but if you stand for the Lord God of all creation and the Messiah the Lord Jesus Christ God incarnate and if you stand for biblical truth then you're going to be charged well
1: it's just like the the case that's before the Supreme Court right now about the web designer who refused to design a website Mm -hmm. that violated their religious convictions and yet there was a restaurant and I can't remember if it's in California or New York, that refused to seat a a, a conservative Christian group that had uh, re- reserved the banquet room to have their gathering for the year, and they refused service to them, that's okay, see, because they were they were dissing Christians.
0: It's, it's like uh, the church, so many churches we have seen. The, the churches that are liberal-leaning that bring in a Joe Biden or Barack Obama. Well, take up offerings okay. and give them exactly. to their
1: campaign funds.
0: However, if, <laughs> if there's a conservative church that actually has a candidate that stands for uh, limited government yeah. or biblical values, then, of course, that's where you get a letter from Barry Lynn that you're being investigated, which actually <laughs> well, you Well, really that's are. kind of a badge of honor, <laughs> isn't <laughs> exactly, it? Exactly, <laughs> as you and I know. But yeah, but notice this. You know, Bill Clinton had been pressured to sign uh, the Defense of Marriage Act. Yeah. And it was uh, taken to court. and. And Justice Kennedy actually writing the the uh, majority opinion on this, uh, as they as they said that the Defense of Marriage Act was illegal uh, and unconstitutional because, as Kennedy says, uh, that the uh, this issue marital issue is reserved to the states. To the states. So it was thrown out. So yeah. that was actually although I like the Defense of Marriage Act. Uh, in principle, yeah. he was correct. Now, why is it
1: reserved was... to the states? I, I, okay. wh- what
0: is our reasoning there? Why? A reminder that the federal government didn't create these uh, entities called states and delegate few powers to the states. It's exactly. actually the exact opposite. Yep. It were the United States. We had 13 states in existence yep. that they came together, created a limited general government, and delegated to that government few undefined powers. So in this case, the states didn't give permission to Washington, D.C. to navigate in this area. And so
1: if there's not a specific delegation to the federal government, where does it always fall back to?
0: It is retained by the states.
1: And that's that pesky what? The Tenth Amendment Amendment thing. Well, that's a problem. (laughs) A
0: a pebble in the shoe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. David, would would you put up some of the comments from James Madison? In fact, uh, well, that was, the, that was the 14th Amendment. Uh, actually, then Justice Kennedy, we talked a little bit, a bit ago about the Defense of Marriage Act. Justice Kennedy said it's illegitimate, 2013, because marriage belongs to the purview of the states. Then two years later in the Obergefell decision, he said the 14th Amendment trumps the state constitutions. So literally the same liar took two sides <laughs> of the same <laughs> argument and then forced, although we haven't, nobody, nobody's voted for it. But forced on the United States of America, or so-called forced on the United States of America, the idea that we must adopt same-sex marriage.
1: So a liar lied.
0: A li- Can you believe that? Uh, can wow. you believe that? Well, see, this is no surprise to those of us that recognize what's going on in no, Washington. Right. Exactly. So is Washington the answer? No. Well, no. That's what we've been trying to no. teach. And,
1: and I would argue that the framers didn't think Washington was the no. answer either. No. They believed their own states, their country.
0: Well, put up Federalist 45 if you would, David. One more. Go ahead and hit another one. This is talking about, uh, the, uh, the authority that was given to the Supreme Court, which is very little, and, and judicial review wasn't amongst it. But during the, after the Continental, Constitutional Convention had been completed, then the states had to ratify this new Constitution. So there was a fierce debate going on in the state of New York. And uh, what, John Jay, James Madison, and, um, um, oh, who else? Um uh Hamilton. Hamilton. uh, Right. right. Alexander. Alexander. Thank you. Went blank there. Alexander Hamilton uh, all put put together what were arguments uh, for ratifying the Constitution. They were published in papers in the state of New York. They'd been bound, and we now call them the Federalist Federalist Papers. papers. But argument number 45, and Federalist 45 says this the powers delegated by the. Tell you that, Dan. I'm about shy of voice. Okay, okay let's do it. To this.
1: Yeah, so Federalist 45, the powers delegated by the proposed Constitution to the federal government are few and defined. Those which are to remain in the state governments are numerous
0: and indefinite. And, and there you see that states delegating few ...and define powers to Washington. Go ahead, And and
1: delegate, by the way, is not give,
0: loan. Yeah. Loan. Yeah. Yeah. Delegate means to loan. They're still the boss. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, so I'll read the next part. The former, that would be the federal government... ...will be exercised principally on external objects... ...as war, peace, negotiation, foreign commerce... ...with which uh, last the power of taxation... ...will, for the most part, be connected... The powers reserved to the several states will extend to all mm-hmm. the objects which, in the ordinary course of affairs, concern the lives, liberties, and properties of the people, and the internal order, improvement, and prosperity of the state.
0: So we see right here, in, federal, in fact, hit one more. I think we have one more short slide here, David. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so it says the operations of the federal government will be most extensive and important in times of war and danger those
0: of the state governments in times of peace and security. So we see that the founders recognized that states remain states. They delegated few. In fact, they defined the powers that they delegated. Few and That they gave to this limited general or federal government of their creation. Each state reserving to themselves as Jefferson said, the residuary mass of (laughs) self-government. So And then we saw Justice Kennedy actually accurately interpreting the law with the first time around around in 2013, the Windsor case, and saying that this issue was left to the states because – and I would say it's left to God. But of the states yeah. didn't delegate the definition of the home to right. the federal government, so right. they have no say. No authority events. whatsoever. It's like when they try to infringe on our right to keep and bear arms. Right. Second Amendment says, beyond any doubt, the federal government has no authority. Shall to not be so. infringed. So what do we do in a situation like that? What did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do when they had a perverse law handed down by the general government? They said, uh, uh, no, thank you. What did uh, Daniel do when there was a perverse law handed down by the uh, general no, government? No, thank you. Uh, what did the Hebrew midwives do when there was a perverse law handed down? No, thank you. So what must we do as Christians? Bow down. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about the popular church of the day. I'm being real Christians. We we should say, Thus saith the Lord. Absolutely. That's because that
1: was their reason for not bowing.
0: Gentlemen, I do believe that if this goes to court, and Dan, I think you, we are in agreement. Yeah. The the good guys will win at the Supreme Court level. I think so. But it may take one of us to be engaged in that. It may be a challenge that we have to make that, yeah, sadly. Yeah. Uh, But under no circumstances, can we re- reject God's authority and adopt something that God calls yeah. vile and uh, and no, sinful? Right. Yeah, absolutely no way.
1: And, and and Paul, I think it's important to mention at
0: this point that we're not
1: rebels. Yeah. if we stand against unjust laws. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, throughout the the seventeen hundreds, mm-hmm. those preachers preached, and I've I've pointed it out in in my book on Romans thirteen that the ones who rebelled against unlawful laws were themselves the protectors. And you remember we quote from Alice Baldwin Mm -hmm. all the time, who was the great uh, professor of history at Duke University at the turn of the 20th century, and she says that for the first 60 years of the 18th century, so we're talking 1700s, the, the prime directive for them is that no one was bound to obey an unconstitutional act. Which would be, mm-hmm. you know, an ungodly kind mm-hmm. of thing. And
0: so we're not we're not encouraging people to rebel. We're actually encouraging them to stand up for the truth. Well, you know, it's interesting, you mentioned Romans thirteen. It's amazing that pastors have the wrong exegesis of Romans thirteen. Sure. And here's the reason I believe. They're told what it means. Before they ever read oh, of course. it course and then as they lives. read it they just try to affirm what they think it says yeah but it very clearly says that the purpose of civil government in fact the civil governors are ministers of God to thee for good right it's only supposed to punish the evil
1: and reward the, the good, good
0: guys. Boy, I see nothing controversial in Romans 13. No. It tells me that God believes in proper government, proper limited government, yeah. and when the government exceeds his will or the limitations it's up to us to no. It's exactly and right. say no.
1: In fact, I believe that what Paul is saying is that when when he does the opposite of that, he he be, he's no longer the minister of God. Right. But as Samuel West, the preacher in 1700, said, he's a messenger of Satan. Yep. And you know, Paul, if I could just make a, a shameless plug here, yep. I've written a book on this Romans 13. It's a fairly easy read, but it's filled with all of the 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 historical fact, and if they want to go to danfisherbrr.com, they can get a copy of it. But you're exactly right. These guys believe that you only submit to a proper government And if they're rewarding the bad guys and punishing the good guys, they've become the tyrants, and it's our job to stand up and say, no, that's wrong.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well gentlemen, as we wind down today's podcast, uh, we haven't uh, have an established battle plan yet, but we're working on one. But just kind of be preparing. We may just rally in June. You know, June used to be marriage month. Yeah. In fact, I got did. married in June. Many people got married in yeah, June. Well, it was my wife and, and I, wife. I did, too. So – but now June has – by. Quarter, coincidence, become LGBT Pride Month. They're they're trying to attack what was ours and pure. It's kind of like the rainbow. They've usurped the rainbow, which was God's covenant sign, and turned it into something that's corrupt. Well, it's like
1: you said a while ago, Paul, before we actually started recording, whatever is godly, they come against, and whatever is ungodly, they they embrace.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, in June, be thinking about teaching a series of proper marriage, proper sexuality. God created us as sexual beings. Yeah. And When we do things the way that God designed it, then we can enjoy God's blessings. When we shake our fist at God and say we're going to do it our own way, we always make a mess out of things. Oh, we do. We need to be teaching our people, our children especially, what proper sexuality is by God's design and for his glory.
1: And and could I add something, Paul? Uh, You know, they they characterize us now as, well, you're filled with hate because you hate uh, people that are in same-sex, homosexual, lesbian relationships. Well— No, no more than I hate a thief or I hate a liar Mm -hmm. or I hate an adulterer. The Bible condemns those as well. Now, Jesus died for that sinner, but I think our pastors need to remind themselves that they must speak out on God's definition of marriage, and that doesn't turn them into a hater. Mm -hmm. They're actually a lover of what God said, and we we freely preach against killing Mm -hmm. and stealing and lying. Well, uh, we have to preach against perversion of, of sexism. And the well.
0: Bible speaks about that very issue, oh, of course. beginning in Genesis all the way through the New Testament.
1: Yeah, There's no doubt about
0: it. So we as pastors, we have to be standing firm uh, in this attack. And quite frankly, gentlemen, if you haven't amended your bylaws and your Constitution, you need to look at doing that because they are going to be coming after the pa- the pastors and the churches in very short order.
1: And we have suggested language we have Liberty suggested language on our website. On our website. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: But we also want to get you to think locally in this area. David, can you put up that slide of James Madison? We'll just do one of these from our founding father. That's uh, Jefferson. Go back one if we can. Uh, James Madison, of course, uh, has been given credit with, with uh, as the father of the Constitution. Yeah. And he said this in uh, the uh, dealing with an overreach by the federal government. Actually, what? This is uh, only – This was less than a decade uh, after the Constitution had been ratified. Oh yeah, They ratify it in 1791, approximately, and then by 1798, we have an abuse by the federal government. And Madison said this, in case of a deliberate, palpable, and dangerous exercise of other powers not granted by the Constitution to the federal government, then the state's who are parties to the Constitution, they're the ones that came together and drafted it, delegated few powers to the federal government, then the states have the right and are in duty bound to stop the progress of evil. And notice this part that's in white. For maintaining within their respective limits, each state border, each state itself must reject evil. An unconstitutional act right. by the federal government yeah. because it is void and of no actual legal standing. Yep, yeah, that's right. So that's our strategy. Right now we see a lot of ungodliness. What do you do to ungodliness? You, you buckle your belt really tight and you stand against yeah, it.
1: Yeah, Jesus said you shine the light on it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we've got to do now. Yeah. But yeah. Anybody, anything else you want to share? Not at all. Well, folks, this is going to be the last podcast we do this year i know you all are going to be enjoying christmas and enjoying the new year we'll be back right after the new year keep us in your prayers also remember patriot mobile uh, liberty pastors is the code and you can take advantage of this great service great discount and supporting a uh, a god-fearing company that's owned by christians yeah. rather than the godless that are preaching a woke agenda yeah yeah so right. merry christmas yeah merry christmas guys happy new year we'll see you next year god bless you Greetings, Liberty Pastors, and those of you that support the Liberty Pastors Network. I am happy to announce that Liberty Pastors just came to an agreement with Patriot Mobile, and you can help support our ministry while providing yourself better coverage and save money in the process, and also you'll be supporting a business that doesn't support woke causes we 've seen the other side weaponizing their money against us for years, deplatforming us for this and for that well it 's time that we Christians struck back. Quit spending our money and supporting these businesses that want to sexualize our children or promote the spread of abortion it 's nonsense. We need to stop it. Go to Patriot Mobile and you can subscribe using the access code Liberty Pastors. And you will be able to save $30 right off the top. You won't have any initiation fee. they are competitive rate plans. Every bit as good or better coverage than the other networks. And as a supporter of Liberty Pastors, we will get a small residual donation from Patriot Mobile on a monthly basis from here on out. So go to Patriot Mobile, sign up under Liberty Pastors, and become a part of our supporting network. And give yourself better coverage at a better price. (laughs) We'll be right back. <laughs> back.